Welcome to the Awaken Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Nancy Walters. Get ready to create magic and miracles as you lean into your heart's desires. I believe not only does the heart want what it wants, but it knows. This show is a weekly deep dive into what it means to live from an awakened heart. I'll be sharing inspiring stories and real conversations with people just like you who have turned the ordinary into the extraordinary. My mission is to show you how you too can be connected and heart-centered in every area of your life. Your journey to aligning with more love, more joy, and your wildest dreams come true starts now. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Nancy Walters, and I am really grateful to have you with us today. This one's going to be a great one as it's very timely because as we're recording this, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 and while we'll be talking about what it means and the whole social distancing, the self-quarantines, you know, people are feeling more isolated, more alone than ever. We'll also be touching upon all the gifts that are being offered during us being forced to slow down. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Leandra a couple years ago in Venice Beach. I attended a breathwork meditation and I was just so struck by her absolute beauty and presence and what she is offering to so many people and so many women in particularly about finding and owning their own essence. And I find that Leandra is a total and embodiment of everything that she is teaching. Listening to the call of her heart, she left an over 15-year career as a kindergartner teacher, and now she is a transformational coach and founder of the Radiant Rebellion. She specializes in empowering awakening women to release the familiar and cultural imprinting that blocks them from living their most authentic and fulfilling lives. Leander started her transformational work after healing her own trauma with meditation. This set her off on a journey to become an advanced teacher in breathwork, meditation, embodiment, energetics, and mindset. Leandra has transformed her own traumas into powerful healing presence and process she brings to her sessions and workshops. I think you're really going to love this one. Please share it with a friend if you do, especially somebody that might need to hear this to get ahead of their mindset and to become more connected with our heart and be okay with the uncertainty that is all around us and how to channel that into something that really that their heart and their soul is leading them to. And Leander has showed by example exactly what can be done when we listen to our hearts. So without further ado, here is Miss Leandra. Enjoy. Hi, Leandra. Welcome to the Awaken Heart Podcast. I am so glad to have you here with us today. How are you? So good, Nancy. It's really good to be here with you. I'm so great. And you're coming from Los Angeles right now. You live up in Topanga, correct? Yes, I'm in Topanga. It's a sunny, beautiful day here. You know, I gave a little bit of an introduction to you and, you know, you've done so many amazing things for yourself and you're an example of what is possible when we align with our soul and get connected to our hearts. I'd love for my listeners to get a taste of your background and what brought you to where you are now and to become such a 
force for good and help women on their path to awakening. You have a very inspiring story and I'll be sharing all my show resources, but we've got to hear it from you. So take us back to a few years ago. Oh my goodness. Okay. A few years ago, I was a kindergarten teacher. I had been teaching kindergarten for many years and I was on my, on my awakening journey. I had been for many years. Um, I can go all the way back to when I was in college and I was really suffering from anxiety and depression. And that's what set me on my path. Uh, it was about 12 years ago. I was suffering from anxiety and depression. And at the time and where I grew up, I grew up in a small town in New Mexico. There weren't a lot of alternative ideas or resources. And so I went to a doctor because I thought that's what you do when you're sick, you go to a doctor. The doctor gave me a prescription for pills and sent me on my way. And that never really sat with me, but I didn't know what to do because I didn't have people in my life sharing about alternative health and things like that. Luckily, uh, I shared with a friend that this was happening and I was like, it's just not sitting well with me that the doctor just gave me pills. There's got to be something else. Something else is happening inside of me, but I don't have words for it and I don't have community to talk about these kinds of things with. And my friend shared with me that he was using meditation to help manage his bipolar disorder. And so through him, I learned meditation and that sent me on my path to other healing modalities, other um, alternatives, other like th this entire world of the healing arts opened up to me from that one friend who introduced me to meditation 12 years ago. Um, and so from there, I decided as a kindergarten teacher that everybody that I came in contact with, most especially my kindergarten students, were going to learn meditation because it had helped me mm. so much. And so as a kindergarten teacher, I brought meditation into the classroom and into the schools that I was working with. Then I began working with parents as well, uh, bringing mindfulness into homes and coaching parents and conscious parenting and doing all of that while also still being a kindergarten teacher, which if anybody knows, it's a pretty, pretty full time job. <laughs> um, but on the side, I started coaching, coaching these mothers who are really wanting to learn how to manage their anxiety to be the best mothers they could be. Uh, and so I started my transformational coaching work uh, with mothers, actually. And this was a few years ago. And I started dreaming of my next steps, right? I, I started really getting a sense of I could do this full time. And I was seeing people online doing this, living their purpose and doing it full time. And so I started to envision that in a few years, I would figure that out. Like I started to map out a plan. This is what it's gonna look like and I'll have some clients here. This is my business plan, right? While I'm still teaching kindergarten. And that I would sort of trickle my way out. Well, my last year of teaching ended up being the most challenging year. It was my about 15th year of teaching uh, early childhood education. And it was really challenging. While I was growing personally and in my side business, my work was becoming more and more challenging. It was just becoming like such a, a mismatch for who I was becoming. But I couldn't see that. I can say that now, but at the time, I couldn't really see that. And so what happened was 
I was getting all these messages and it was really uncomfortable getting all these messages from the environment I was working in that this is no longer a match for you. But in my head, my plan, my exit plan was three years out. There was no way. I didn't have a full coaching practice at the time. I was barely doing it on the side, right? But I got this nudge, this inner inspiration, what you were saying about living from an awakened heart, like that awakening in my heart, that knowing that, that it was time. And it did not make sense to my mind. My mind was like, no, logically, you have to save money. You have to do it this way. You need to have a business plan, all those things. My heart was like, it's time. And I got the nudge. I got some information at the school I was working at that it was like, definitely not going to be a good fit for me anymore. And so I decided to leave teaching. And that was only two years ago. It was about two and a half years ago. Wow. So when I met you, so I met Leandra in Venice. Um, she was doing breath work at Ceremony Meditation. And so when I met you, you had just left school teaching. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I'm going to tell my listeners how, what an amazing teacher you are. I've done breath work before and um, we'll go in a little bit and explain what breath work actually is, but she has this, Leandra has this amazing aura. She just has this very beautiful calming energy. And in the middle of breath work, there was a period where I could feel her presence. She was across the room, but it felt like her hands were on me. Mm -hmm. And I saw a beautiful violet aura for her behind my closed eyes. So, so you had just, you know, this was your purpose. This is your mission. This is your passion. This, it was, and it emanated from you. So you had just started your new journey into your new career, into your new life, into your heart's mission at the time that I met you. Mm, just touches me so much to hear you say that and to have that reflection and to know how scary it was to leave my 15 year career, but to hear from you that even at the beginning of me really stepping into this full time, that, that my gifts were ready to be received and that I was living my purpose and that it, it, it's just confirmation for me now hearing that I can send compassion to myself that I was a few years ago feeling so scared. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of compassion for her and, and such uh, confirmation that it was the right decision. Yeah, absolutely. And that's about what we had touched upon before. It's the unknown. It's, it's, you're not growing unless you're uncomfortable. So I had similarly the same thing where I followed a nudge finally, and I moved to Oregon and everything was scary. I didn't have everything lined up. It's a complete unknown, but unless you leap into the unknown, you, there's no, the gifts are in the unknown. Because what is known is based on our in our past condition in our past. So where are you supposed to go if you have you know you think you have everything figured out? So you thought you had a you had a game plan. You're like in three years I'm going to be out, but your heart and your soul was telling you different, and you decided to listen to that calling and follow it. Doesn't mean that there's no fear in following it because you don't know, but you're stepping off a precipice and you're stepping off an edge and trusting that you'll be caught. So what would you tell people that are on are are hearing that inner nudging but thinking they don't have it all figured out and they need to control it and they need to have it have it all lined up before they do take that leap? What would you suggest to them? Mm -hmm. Well, first I want to go back to when I was on that precipice 
like I said, my mind wanted to wait three years, but what happened was I was getting the nudges and they were very uncomfortable. I'll just go into it on the you know physical human relational level. The job that I was at, I had gotten a new boss, a new uh, director at my school. And there was such a mismatch between us that I could feel that if I stayed any longer, she was going to fire me. Had I ignored my inner calling, I still would have had to leave that school. And I think that that's what I want to share with people. Your spirit is guiding you in the best way that it can. And sometimes things like that happen. Sometimes you get fired. Sometimes you get broken up with. Sometimes your house burns down. Sometimes things change completely out of your control. But if you were listening before that happened, if you had taken the time and cultivated that relationship with your heart, I'm fairly certain that you could have found your way out of that situation in an easier way. It doesn't have to be so painful. Our hearts aren't calling us into pain. Our hearts aren't calling us to change our lives, to, to ruin them. Our hearts are calling us to change our lives because we have something bigger to do here than what we've been doing. And so what I would say is if you're feeling that nudge to take the time, and when I say take time, I mean really slow down because the speed of the heart is much slower than the mind. When we're in the mind, and we could go into the science about this, but I'll just keep it um, in layman's terms right now, but when we're in the mind, it's very fast. It's a very fast pace and that's how our world typically works, although we've been gifted a grand slowdown right now. If we can just slow down and come into connection with your heart and really listen and begin to take those steps, even just by envisioning, what might it look like if I left now instead of three years from now? What might that look like and what does it feel like in my body and in my heart to envision doing it now versus stretching it out? So taking that time to really slow down, listen to the heart and see what steps can be taken. And then the other thing that I highly, highly recommend is receiving the right kind of support and hiring and investing in high quality mentors that have been through this kind of process that can support you because this awakening process, this following your heart, transformation, stepping into your bigger purpose, it's a big leap. It's like a giant rebirth. And there are people like us, like Nancy, you and I, who support others through that portal, through the, the birth canal, because it is very scary, um, because it is very unknown. It can be very confusing and a very dark time. But if you have like a midwife there with you, it's not so scary. And you can have someone there who says, I've been through this before. And I've seen other people go through this before. This is a part of the process. Your fear is normal. Your confusion is perfect. You're stepping into the unknown and that's exactly where you should be. Because if you don't listen to that inner nudging and at some point, like you said, you would have gotten fired or you would have left that job or you lost that job because you weren't in alignment anymore. But if you don't follow that inner nudging, it's going to come. You don't want that cosmic two by four hitting you on the head because that's how it happens. It's a whisper before it becomes a scream. So first it's like, you know, just 
tapping you on the shoulder gently, and then it might be pushing you on the back, and then you're going to get a cosmic two by four in the head. So whether you decide to listen to it or not, you're going to be forced to at some point to, you know, to listen to it or change your direction. And it, what it comes down to is really cultivating a sense of love for self. That's where it all begins. Awakening heart is awakening your own first and trusting, trusting and listening and trusting because we're so in our minds and it's a faster pace. And I know what you're going about the science of it. It's the heart and brain coherence. And that's what we're moving from in the, as a society, especially now with this slowdown that's happening. There's gifts in the slowdown because as we're recording this, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 and we have to turn inward. We have to slow down. We're being forced to slow down and look within, look inside ourselves. And it's the perfect time to do that. So what would you tell people during this COVID-19? What gifts has it given to you? When you were saying that about the whisper becomes a scream, becomes a two by four, I was thinking about, about this, about the, the COVID, that it's a giant two by four across the head of the sleepy consciousness that we were in as a collective. And I think that that's why for some people, it really has been very painful and very difficult. And for others who've maybe been doing this kind of work, it hasn't been so challenging because it's like, oh, I know what to do when I'm being called to pivot. I know myself, I have this center of gravity within myself that when things do happen around me, when there is chaos, I can still access this, this center of gravity. And for those of us who have had our spiritual practices, who have been anchoring into this, who have been living in our heart, it hasn't been such a dramatic slap in the face as it has for others. If it has felt like a slap in the face for you, that's okay too. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It's just, it's an opportunity to wake up. It's an opportunity to reevaluate. It's an opportunity to look at the different aspects of your life and see what's not a match for who you really are. And that includes using this time to slow down. That includes using this time to cut off the noise, to cut off from social media and from news, and to really anchor into yourself and your practices of connection. I actually just created a seven-day radiance reset to help people with just that, to, to look at different aspects of their life uh, and just take a little bit of time each day, especially since we're home. How can I reset different aspects of my life to match my full radiance? And that leads me to your name, the Radiance Rebellion. Mm -hmm. Miracles all over the place. So at the beginning of 2020, which feels like 10 years ago now, but um, it was just a few months ago. At the beginning of 2020, I actually got really sick. I got shingles, which is crazy. I'm young and I'm healthy. I'm like the healthiest person I know. Who gets shingles in their 30s, right? But that was the two by four that I needed at that time because I was going, going, going and, and happy to do it because I have this bustling business and I, I'm leading this certification course and I have all these things that were going for me last year in 2019. It was amazing. My plate was full, but I was happy. But spirit was asking me to slow down and I wasn't listening because I had, I had passion and excitement about all the things I was doing. Anyway, two by four to the head, shingles puts me down for like a month. It was really intense. On top of that and separate from that, which is also strange because it wasn't shingles related, 
I had some other really big projects fell through in January. I had other collaborations, events, a huge retreat that I was supposed to be doing. All this stuff started falling through for different reasons. And here I am laying at home with shingles. My entire business plan for the first half of 2020 was falling apart. I was like, holy crap, what do I do? So I did the only thing that I know how to do since I've been doing this work is to surrender to it. And it was really scary because I felt like everything I thought that I had built, because I thought I was like successful. I had built this business and this business model and all these things. And here it was like totally falling apart in front of me. And even as I say that, it brings up emotion because it was so scary. So I surrendered, I let it go. I said, you know what? If this is not my purpose, if this isn't in alignment with who I am, then let me just release it to the universe and ask, what am I here for? Who am I? What do you need me for? I literally, one of my prayers was, do you need me to be a gardener? Do I need to like let all this go? Do I need to go be a gardener? Do I need to go to India and just study for a while? Like, what do I need to do? And in that surrender, this whole new insight, download, if you want to call it, for the Radiant Rebellion came through. And the Radiant Rebellion is a mission-driven movement to help women like me, like I was, to break free from that hustle and grind mentality so that they can actually shine in their true radiance, not in the, let me figure out my business and my business model and let me hustle and grind and like push things through. But how can I honor my cycles? How can I honor my pace? How can I honor my voice, my essence, and bring that forward in a way that serves the greater good? And it turns out that my essence is much slower, is, I don't know, much slower than other people's, but it happens to be pretty slow. I need a lot of space. I need a lot of time by myself to really feel myself and to let these things come through. And I wasn't letting myself do that last year. And so the Radiant Rebellion is all about giving ourselves the time, the space, the love, the compassion to be who we really, really are. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. It's about slowing down. That's the key for it all because we slow down and then we listen to ourselves. Like you thought it's what you thought you were doing. Like a lot of people, they're in business, they're working really hard, they've got this grand plan, but the universe has a plan for you. And when you surrender, you, you slow down, you get into that flow and you can line up with that. And then everything fell into place for you. Exactly. The slowing down is actually faster than the speeding up. So when I was able to slow down, all the inspiration started pouring through me. Whereas before I was like, you know, on Mondays I have to write content or, you know, uh, I have to write content at this time because I have the full client schedule or whatever. And now I know what it feels like in my body to get that inspiration and to stop what I'm doing and write it down or stop what I'm doing and just do a voice record, just get it out of me in the moment instead of having some kind of structure to hold it. So it's an opening up, it's an allowing, it's being receptive. So we're yes. a receptive channel for that divine inspiration to move through us. And as women, as a collective, you know, the last 
the modern era is, you know, what can I do? What can I create? We're doing it all. We're hustling, we're bustling, we're grinding. We're getting more burnt out than ever before. We're not really receiving the men in our life. We're coming back to ourselves and our authenticity. There's more ease. There's more flow. There's more grace in our life. That is what it is to be a female. And you can still have the other things. You still can have the career. You can still have all those things that you think you need, but it's in a much different way. It's in a much relaxed way. It's a much more inspired way. Yes. And the key word that you just said there is receptivity. Actually receiving. When I had that shingles incident and all I could do was just lay down and be with my own pain and everything else fell off my schedule. And I just opened myself to receive my mission. And I asked humbly, like, what am I here for? And I let myself fully receive it. And yes, I was, there were elements of my mission building before that. Absolutely. It's not like it it came out of nowhere. There was like the groundwork was happening, but it was opening to being receptive to what the bigger picture was. Yeah. And we're going to help awaken women. And one of the ways that you do that and how I met you is through breath work. Can you explain just briefly what it is and how that helped you in your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breathwork, as I like to say, is the gateway drug. It's a really powerful way to break out of the mind because that's really what we're talking about is how can we break out of the mind, the conditioned mind, the past patterning and programming into being in the heart and in the moment and present and alive in the now moment. And that's what breathwork does. And there are many kinds of breathwork modalities. So I'll just talk about the one that I use, which is breath of love, is a breathwork modality that's a little different from others. It's people tend to, or a lot different, people tend to refer to breath of love as the yin practice of breath work. So there's breath work that's like breath work, right? And you can get some things happening, you can get energy moving with, with all kinds of different breath patterns and breath work practices. Breath of love is a very gentle, nourishing, feminine process that goes way beyond the breath. It's a huge healing modality. And I won't go into all of that now, but just focusing on the beginning of that is using the breath to bring compassion into our hearts, to slow us down, to bring safety and harmonization into the nervous system so that we can relax the protective mechanisms, the tension, the protection, the fear that we often have that we're holding ourselves away from our mission and our purpose. It's about surrendering and softening and using the breath to soften those shells and those protective mechanisms so that we can awaken our hearts and connect to who we really are. Breath of love is a much gentler breathwork practice than other breathworks, typically. Yeah, and I've, I've experienced it. I was one of your students, and it was different from a lot of the breathwork sessions I've done before. And of course, your presence, your teaching, and you being there, it's your, you are an embodiment. That's what I, when I came upon your work and I talked to your mentor, Julia, uh, you both are embodiments of the divine feminine. It just radiates off of you and both of you. And it's such a beautiful practice. And I think it's very important for a lot of people to really discover this and implement it into their own lives. I was just listening to something today where they were talking about meditation and what's the problem is they're not sitting with their 
emotions. They're not allowing their emotions. They're like pushing it down. The whole thing is to be able to allow, you know, see it and greet it and become friends with it. I think I heard recently that meditation, like breathwork meditation is becoming familiar with, becoming familiar, becoming familiar with yourself and, and embracing all aspects of yourself in, in totality and loving yourself through it. And I just love the name breath of love. It just has a, such a beautiful quality and is such an expansive quality to it. Mm, I really appreciate hearing you say that. And what I also want to say about what you shared, having met Julia, my mentor, she's the founder of Breath of Love and, and me and hearing you say that we are the embodiment of that feminine essence. I want to say that everybody has access to this, that I'm not special. Julia is not special. We have access to this and it's through these practices and it's through mentorship and it's through holding that space for one another as women to create that safety so that we can each soften into the embodiment of who we are. And what you said about meditation, the way I experience it, can lend to us leaving our bodies. It can lend to us being out in the ethers, which is a nice place to be. But that doesn't help us to be bodied, prosperous, receiving the money, the love, the physical, sensual experiences that we came to this physical planet to receive, to experience. And so the breath of love is very much an embodiment practice. It's very much about exactly what you said, creating that space and those practices to feel what's here, to go into the experience of feeling all the things that we have hidden from ourselves. Because when we were children, we didn't, most of us didn't have enlightened parents that could hold space for what we were feeling. If your feelings were too intense, say in some families, if your feelings are, are too angry or your feelings are too sad or your feelings are too happy in different families, some of those are not allowed, right? So we learn which ones are not allowed in my family. And I learned to, or maybe all, no intensity is welcome in my family. And I learned to shove it all down. And so breath of love is very much about allowing us the space to feel those things that we've hidden from ourselves. And in that process, allowing who we really are to come forward. Because when we push down one part of us, what happens? We're pushing down all parts of us, right? And so the more we can allow, I love that word, you said it too, to allow who we really are, that's all it is. It's a coming home. It's coming home to yourself, who we are, not what our mind thinks we are, not what our ego says we are, but who we really are. Uh, yeah. So Leandra, what is lighting you up right now? You know, you've got so many things you're passionate about and you've got so many offerings to women to help them awaken and help them on their path and make it, you know, they're transitioning into an awakened heart, into, um, you know, into love, making that an easier transition for them and to give them the guidance. Mm. Yeah. What's lighting me up right now is everything you just said. And it's mentoring women who are right there on that precipice. They have been feeling like I was just a few years ago, 
feeling that they have a bigger purpose and maybe they're dabbling in it in some ways, but they're still working a nine to five or they're still living their life in a way that's not fully aligned and not fully allowing their gifts to come forward. And they're right there and they're feeling it. And I know these women were feeling it right before COVID happened. And I know that they're kicking themselves right now. Like, oh, if I would have just listened, I could have left my job. Or they're now they're feeling like that, feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm scrambling because I did just lose my job. And now I really need to figure this out and swimming in that uh, place of confusion, which often happens when we go through transition, transformation. So what's lighting me up is mentoring those women who are in that, that birth canal, they're in that transformation, they're in that transformational, transitional stage. I like to call it caterpillar soup. Um, <laughs> when we're in caterpillar soup, you, like, you lose who you are and it can be very, very scary and when you go into that space of caterpillar soup, often what we do is we go into the mind, which as you said, is all about the past. The mind only operates on what it's been taught. So it can only operate from what's happened in the past. So what happens when we go into caterpillar soup is we reach for something familiar and we try to recreate from the familiar. And then what do we do? We just recreate the same stuff. We change jobs, we change relationships. And then six months later, oh my God, all the same patterns are here. Why is that? Because we're just recreating the same stuff. And, and you're creating a predictable future based on your past experience. Where can anything new, magical and transformative happen if you keep recreating the same thing yeah, over and over again. Exactly. And to have compassion for yourself, if that is you, if you have noticed that you've recreated the same things over and over, because if you're doing it by yourself, that is what's going to happen. You can't create something new from the same mind that created the old. And that's where mentorship comes in. And that's where these kinds of practices and working with guides and teachers comes in. And so I'm super excited to mentor women, and I'm also launching a mentorship in late June. I'll be launching a mentorship for women, a group program for women who are in this, in this stage and ready to emerge into their full purpose and who are looking for that support and that community and the guidance to move through the confusion and the fear. going to help so many people. So with that said, what are a few takeaways that our listeners can do today to get them started? Mm. Well, first, slow down, because I know we just said a lot and it can, I understand when you're in that place and you're like on the verge and you just go out and you want to like sign up for all the courses or you want to like read all the books and you want to do all the things. I want to just say that number one, slowing down is really vital right now. Even if you have a sense of urgency, which I know a lot of women listening to this are having that right now, especially with what's happening with COVID and the world shifting so radically, there is a sense of urgency. And as we mentioned earlier, slowing down is actually the fastest path. And so what I mean by slowing down, actually taking time to cut off from the noise so taking days, like a day off of social media, a day off of screens, to be in nature, to find the pace of your own soul, to slow down and to connect. And if you don't have access to nature, even just getting flowers from the market and bringing them into your house and just witnessing flowers and being with the essence of 
nature in whatever big or small ways you can. I mean, if you can go camping for six days, go do it. If you don't have access to that, are there trees in your neighborhood that you can just touch and be with that energy? And I know it, sound, it can sound kind of silly, like, what am I going to do? Go hug a tree? But I want to tell you that I have, <laughs> I mean, I know we're, I know we do that, but I have a client who's a uh, corporate, who was a corporate attorney in New York, a, ma a male client who's a corporate attorney in New York. I encouraged him to hug trees, essentially. And that opened him up to a whole new world. And now he's become like this photographer of trees and he's like really inspired by trees and his whole life has changed and he's left the corporate attorney world and all, all that. But so hug a tree, hold on to some rocks, find your pace, be okay with where you are. It's wherever you are is absolutely perfect. So slowing down is number one, slowing down to the pace of your own soul. Number two is having compassion for where you are. So I know that a lot of people are having that sense of, oh my God, I wish I would have listened. I wish I would have changed things then. It's okay. You didn't miss the boat. Have compassion for where you are right now and allow whatever is moving through you, whatever, so number three would be allowing. Compassion first, then allowing whatever's here to be felt. And often that requires having a mentor or a guide to hold space, somebody who can actually hold space for the intense big feelings that are arising because most of us didn't have that imprint as children. We didn't have this benevolent parent who could hold the bigness of who we are. And so I highly recommend receiving support uh, from somebody who knows how to hold that kind of space. Those are definitely steps people can take right now, slowing down, having compassion for yourself and get a mentor, get somebody that can hold the space for you. I love that. Leander, where can people find you right now? So if ladies are inspired to come and you know, find you, learn more about your work, of course, I'm going to put on the show notes, but I'd like to hear it from you as well. Yeah. Um, you can find me at leandrarose.com. You can find me at The Radiant Rebellion on Instagram. I share a lot there. Uh, if anybody wants to email me, I would love to hear personal. You can send me a personal email at leandra at leandrarose.com. I also have a special gift for your listeners. If they do want that seven-day radiance reset, it's a free, really beautiful seven-day radiance reset to reset different aspects of your life, your habits, your home, your mindset, so that you can be in your full radiance. So if anybody wants that, you can find it at leandrarose.com. Oh, that's so nice of you to offer. And you also said that you have a big program coming up. I know they can find it on your website, but do you just want to uh, give our listeners a little taste? I think you did in the very beginning, but just kind of recap about what that program in June is going to be about. Yes. So it is a group program where we will go over the lessons will be about mindset, prosperity mindset, abundance mindset, really getting into that place and learning how to connect with the abundance and the prosperity that you are so that you can make that big leap into your purpose. So it's for women who are already dabbling in their leadership. They are wanting to be healers in some way. Perhaps they're already doing it in some small way or um, ready to leave their nine to five to 
live their purpose full time. And so the program will be to help walk women through that process. A lot of it has to do with, with prosperity and abundance because that's usually what's holding people back. Well, if I could just be promised that I'll have money, then I could leave my job. And so a lot of it is about working through that. And we'll also be doing regular breath of love sessions. So it's not just the teaching and the group experience and the, the mastermind aspect of that being in a, in a community of women who are on the same path as you, but also about receiving the embodiment work and the healing that comes with Breath of Love, which you and I spoke a lot about. So it will be your classic group coaching, group mentorship uh, package with Breath of Love to help you actually release on an embodied level, release those limitations, those limiting beliefs, and embody your full radiance and your purpose on a physical level. Wow, that sounds like an amazing program, and it encompasses everything that we have talked about during this this call, and having someone like Leandra to help guide you through that awakening and into your purpose, and then having, you know, working through the breath of love, I can't think of a better program to help help our listeners with who are seeking, seeking more for themselves. And that leads to my last question, Leandra, what does an awakened heart mean to you? Hmm. Hmm. An awakened heart means being present with who you are moment to moment. It's about being alive in the moment that you're living in, whether this moment is full of grief and doubt or this moment is full of bliss and joy and pleasure, being in an awakened heart is about being with what's here right now and allowing space for your infinite unfolding. So there's no, there's no end to the awakened heart. It's an infinite, eternal unfolding of all that you are and just being available to that forever. Oh, Leandra, that's so beautiful. I couldn't have said it better myself. I can feel that. My heart just expanded with, <laughs> with that description right there. So that's so beautiful. Leandra, it's so wonderful having you on The Awakened Heart. Thank you so much. I would love to have you on again. We, you've got so many resources, so many nuggets of wisdom to offer our listeners. And we can dive into more detail about some of your offerings at a later date. So I want to thank you again for coming on so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Nancy. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Awaken Heart Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, head on over to your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me at the awakenheartpodcast.com.